0: Hello and welcome to the Hip and Happening podcast where we talk about what's hip and happening. And hip and
1: hoppening.
2: You know, I've been playing Pokemon Sapphire and I was in, a, is it Dewport Town or something like that? And there's that kid that's like, what's hip? I know what's hip. And you can just come up with the phrase on the spot and then people throughout the whole game will kind of say it. So mine is conversations, eh? That's,
3: that's what's hip and happening
2: in the world of Pokemon Whatever Sapphire. Whatever you can do to augment
3: the frankly atrocious dialogue of those games, I say. Hater
0: do you read the dialogue oh yeah oh yeah what you you really do
3: yeah no in in basically (laughs) all games i play i make an effort to read like every bit of dialogue
4: that is reasonably accessible i'm holding on the right trigger and smashing a as fast as i can (laughs) any conversation in any pokemon you know
1: to spice things up you can if you want to do a little hacking get in there control f find every instance of a word and replace it with like pee-pee or something.
3: Do you and think it, I'm it that makes, smart? Listen, listen. <laughs> on like,
1: turn on, turn on subtitles for Harry Potter and replace the word wand with "pp." You
3: know listen, what I'm saying? Listen, not all of us know how to use After Effects like you, Jake. <laughs> not even that. Yeah, you imply that I even know how to use a computer. No, right. <laughs> You, Come do, on, man. I'm you, a boomer. You do know how to use a computer. I just asked you
1: playing Black Mesa last night. Yeah, week, so I mean I've seen that doesn't you.
3: count. Video games aren't a computer. Yeah, Half Life is 23 years old.
1: Yeah, but I know that you booted it through Steam. You use OBS. <laughs> I heard you say on
0: stream. I'm, I, I switched over to OBS, and I quote: "Is it clipped?" If you use,
5: oh. <laughs> he doesn't have town. receipts.
3: <laughs> yeah, no receipts. I don't recall. No receipts. Oh, hey, before we get into this, uh, I've been thinking really hard about this comment we got on Reddit, and if, if <laughs> I've been reading all of if them, if the They're person, <laughs> if the person that made this comment happens to listen to this show, I feel like we need to come to a consensus on this before this person uh, has rocks. One was That's this, guys, yeah, was this the, one <laughs> on the porcupine tree stuff? no 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 no. okay i'm gonna find that while
2: you're reading that okay this comment is hilarious hasrox
3: one says i haven't listened to other episodes from this podcast they always say that like you can you (laughs) can just say like does it usually x or y like we assume that you are new to the pod we have three listeners shout out to jameson (laughs) thanks jameson
0: you are three people we love all three of them
3: i haven't listened to other episodes from this podcast do they usually have a satirical slash comedic vibe they were kind of making fun of albert and the voids but i wasn't sure if i was overreacting or being too sensitive I'm glad to see people still talking about TNA. Oh, oh, oh. TNA, you know this TNA. album, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know this album real good, buddy. It's TNA to you. Oh, man. In my opinion, it's a great album. Well, other than your capitalization and spacing, I think there's a lot to pick apart here.
0: I, I mean sw- you you go ahead and lead away. The sentence away. were they making fun of Albert? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> am, I, am I being too sensitive? Like, wait, who the crap is Albert?
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Albert Albert,
0: <laughs> Albert Hammond. Remember I, I butched his name. He was calling him uh, Rupert, I think. Uh, Good on uh, you. Rupert or something.
5: If
3: that guy didn't figure out three seconds in when we immediately called Rick Rubin Brick
4: Oven or Brick Rubbin. What's the difference? <laughs> like or when we called Damon Almer. Dan Harmon Dan Harmon that's still going yeah, like hey, for the yeah. past 3 episodes we haven't I mean, even clarified or that or we're mean, actually talking I mean, about the other guy I mean when we talk about Dan Harmon we say Dan Harmon <laughs> <laughs> Yeah exactly Pretty soon oh, you're going to have to have a little field guide find it?
2: All right so yeah I finally found the post in the Porcupine Tree Discord or not Discord Reddit subreddit oh, This is great And uh this is the only comment that is on there <laughs> I had never heard of these guys or the podcast before listening to this particular one. Either that one guy was trolling or that was the worst take I've likely ever heard about Pink Floyd. Like them or hate them, whatever. His points about it being their parents' music was beyond childish. In a podcast about Stephen Wilson, no less... And the King Crimson comments were pretty cringe as well. Good podcast for 20-somethings who've made up their minds that the best musicians ever are their current favorite ones. It's,
3: oh. it's almost like... It's, 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 al- it's, it's almost like...
2: <laughs> Dude, that, I read... I was like... Because I went through all of those posts last night. And if uh, they had a comment, I'd pull it up. And that one stuck because it hurt. I was like, I don't even remember what we said about King oh, Crimson. Don't know, I don't remember hey, what hey, we hey, said hey. about King I Crimson. I was like, I remember the oh, Pink, Pink Floyd part. Yeah. Was 100%. Because yeah. oh, I listened... Rant. I've been listening Real. to so much Pink Floyd since then and I'm like, man, this band is fantastic. Logan's a hater, but I don't remember the King Crimson.
4: <laughs> All part. I remember about King Crimson is like Logan saying like, does anybody actually listen to King Crimson? <laughs> that's probably what <laughs> that's it was. That's a legitimate that
5: was question.
4: <laughs> yes, they do.
3: I don't uh, I really up until this pod, I had never met a single person who had actually listened to King Crimson. Aaron's known me for how long? Yeah, I've known him a long time. And Aaron he, Aaron did, have you listened to King Crimson? I've I've like listened there to we go. a song, a song. But it, we're talking about Kanye Colony. West literally sampled King I'm not bringing this back. Yeah, you Bring are. it back. You <laughs> know what? You Bring are. it back now, Here's are. what I, here's what I am going to say. All right. Hey, that porcupine tree guy was actually really on point. If you don't like that, con- we are a music podcast for 20-somethings who have already Weird. made up their mind. Yep, Weird. Absolutely. Who'd have thought? Definitely. Stephen,
0: <laughs> Stephen Wilson, sup- the, the porcupine tree. But, but let me set wisdom. this straight.
3: None of this is comedic. None this is of this is intended to be funny.
2: up truth
3: if you think it's funny it's because you're laughing at our feelings because what we do is we get on here and we give you such a display of honesty i will not mince words i think pink floyd is a meme band and i don't Mm. say that to be jokey i don't say that to be funny i say it because if you put on pink floyd in the car i will literally roll my eyes at you the only
5: joke
1: we made we only made one joke literally one and that was that modern baseballs from salt lake city and that was a joke <laughs> yeah
0: that's the only joke we made we ever one made. other joke too we <laughs> got <About laughs> an unnamed media conglomerate we made no one that's
5: another, not a that's no, not that a joke no that one's not a joke yeah that's, that's a cold hard that's reality real. we've had to face you're right. this is you're real you're
2: right it like, is real I, I
3: understand that like but the thing that bugs me is that you go on the internet on spotify right now and Every description is like New York comedians, John, Sean, and Bond, all get together and talk about the current political climate. And they don't say anything of substance in the entire podcast. Ever. Ever. And I'm not saying that we're saying anything of substance either, but I am giving you my real opinion. Every, and I will never, I I will never remotely claim to be a Utah based comedian. I am. I am I just telling you how I but feel.
1: Some might give you that title.
3: <laughs> I think
2: I'm going to take that upon myself to become a Utah-based comedian. Utah-based, a Utah-based
3: based so Utah comedian and Ogden activist. The two things that bug me the most about rival podcasts are describing yourselves as comedians, which way to go? It's like being a nutritionist. You've claimed a completely unqualified title, and B, podcasts whose only lifeblood seems to be the guests. Like, are you so dry of a person? If you've run out of enough things to say that the only way your podcast is remotely appealing is by interviewing other people... Then maybe you should stop having a podcast. Yeah, we should
2: never have
1: Jovan on again. Yeah, no. Ah! no I
3: was just gonna say, how good is the
2: pod when we've got Jovan on? Well, man? no, but Jovan is a friend. Jovan He's is friend somebody
3: that we know. Jovan is yeah, a but celebrity. You know what? John, Bond- he John is literally a celebrity. Too. Yeah. No, what happens is what happens is you'll get John, Sean, and Bond, and they'll invite <laughs> on like <just> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, and Jimmy Fallon will have never listened to the podcast. John. He will not personally know anybody on on the show yeah
0: john Bunn and john and joe Vaughn. and somebody and oh, some hey. it is.
3: Po- spotify is listener comes along and is like oh i like jimmy fallon i better listen to this episode and instead all you're going to get is awkward moments of pregnant silence that they deliberately edit out because there is no life to a podcast like that what, anymore what, what was that guy's name G- DJ, fran? DJ, <laughs> dj fran dj fran, DJ fran. He, beats to blaze to he, man so he, he freaking...
0: followed he followed jake and jovan and jovan had a you know a little spotlight moment he, he when when dj fran followed him yeah. he, he lost his cool he was just, very happy
1: just in case he's listening it is frain i think and i talked with him in the instagram Chat, bro, and I asked him if he listened to the episode, and he said, "Yeah, man, I I didn't quite get to hear the whole thing, but I really liked what I heard. It was fun. Can you
2: do that line again in like a New Zealand accent? I assume he's from New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) I bet you, Uh,
1: dude. If I tried, I think Jovan might put a bounty on me.
2: (laughs) That's okay. He's on the other side of the world. I I
1: still Uh, love literally. Let's see.
2: Dude, no, I, I no, no,
5: no. I was about to do
1: it and I decided no. We've this guys done this is like why this we're before.
5: a comedy
2: podcast.
1: <laughs> I, wait, I want to be a Utah based comedian, so maybe I should do it. What yeah.
3: is happening here? How did I swing all you guys the other way? because well, no one's placing it upon us. It's not in our bio. We're taking this mantle upon ourselves. Hold, up, hold Logan. up. And then there was one other comment. Hmm. This is from mind archaeologists. So oh, you know, know that dude's cool. Yeah. You know he's cool. <laughs> you know he's cool. cool. Hmm. Speaking of guys talking about things they know nothing about or not much. <laughs> i'm he's a glad archaeologist bro he's out there no. picking brains he knows what he's talking about <laughs> this guy hey, could you could you have found a, a more pretentious way to say armchair psychologist <laughs> no <laughs> absolutely not that's that's it he continues i'm glad they overall liked tna i wish they would stop calling it that man what is
1: this the new abnormal
5: i'm not gonna
3: no i know what it is but i know what is it i know our podcast is for nine-year-old atheists but where i'm from tna means something a little different that's why i wish they would stop (laughs) calling it that Uh, but saying that the strokes have a 1950s sound and that the voids are garage also they don't get that bbtc is supposed to be cheesy 80s synth Anyway, it was fun to listen to. I don't know why we get nothing but backhanded compliments from these You just people. need to listen. You
1: should read that again, and we should do it with the Invincibility Star theme behind it. <laughs> okay, all
3: right. It's almost like a band can go for something, and it can still be bad. I know Aaron doesn't agree with that, but, uh, you know... Speaking of things I don't know much about, we can talk about the album now.
5: Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm good. Before
2: no, no. we get into the album, I just, there was a very important 10th anniversary today in the music world. Rebecca Black's Friday came out 10 years ago Dang. today, oh, no! Uh, and I, I had it. a moment of like internal terror realizing that that was 10 years ago, and I've had my driver's license for 10 years, mm. and I felt mm. old for a moment in time.
0: Dang, yeah it's because now you, I'm here. You, you used to rock that in the car dude that song first got your it's license so bad
2: but i love it however there is a <laughs> like a meme i posted on um facebook and it's like boys in the hood when they're all in the car and they're shooting the gun and it's like rebecca black's like what seat can i get it and then in the bottom panel i'm like why did i post this what did i gain from this i don't know but i was 16 and edgy I
3: I have some unfortunate news about Rebecca Black too. There's a remix to Friday that came out today. Yeah, she's rebranded. She's like she is getting on that 100 gex hyperpop train like there is no tomorrow right wow. now oh. and so and so this is another thing but i i know we killed the let's complain about spotify segments <laughs> <laughs> first off have you seen spotify promote anything other than their own playlists now like i feel like there was a brief time where they used to promote popular other playlists oh thanks oh yeah oh, I got, um yeah, but hey,
1: you know what? If you, like, if you like Friday, just go look up that one dude that was just going around with random teenage girls and making songs. You know, oh, I'm sure had, there's like a real story Like, like that. Chinese food. There's one called Chinese food. And Thanksgiving.
3: Oh, oh man, they're yep. bangers all Classics. Of them. Yeah, <laughs> true yeah. classics. I, I, the thing that I love about Friday, and I, I've said this on the show, I felt like we were never meant to find it. It was legit. Just some rich dad being like, hey, my daughter wants to pretend to be a pop star, so I'll like get the $10,000 studio package for the music video, and then somehow the internet found it and ruined it. Now, I, now it, it's blessed my life in many ways, but I, I truly feel like it was too pure for this world. That's it was not meant for us it's humans. A pretty, that's uh, a fair argument. Yeah. That's yeah. a
1: fair mm-hmm. argument. I, I, I could get behind that.
0: But we're here with album of the week, Cody. <laughs> Cody, who has been missing for a couple weeks, he, he came in with the album this week. So let's, let's, let's get an introduction.
2: So the album of the week is the new Steven Wilson, which is probably the most predictable album of the week for anybody that was aware that there was a new Stephen Wilson album. Uh, it's called The Future Bites. I, honest to God, I don't remember what number in his discography it is, but it's a huge departure from a lot of his prog rock stuff that he's done in the past. There's a lot more 80s influence. I mean, even Elton John shows up on one of the songs. Um, it honestly feels like somewhere between Genesis and Prince and that's, that's that was my first impression and I've come to see more Genesis than Prince but sticking with it and I've had a lot of fun with the album
0: for the record, Genesis is one of the all-time
2: worst aging bands of all time. They have two good records still, but I'd say the rest of that discography is a no go. The
0: self-titled album is actually really good.
2: "Lamb Lies Down on Broadway" and Cell in Britain by the Pound" are both fantastic records. I couldn't name any of the other Genesis albums. I like the self-titled one quite a bit.
3: Uh, my cool. only exposure to that band is through American Psycho. Cool people. <laughs> oh
0: yeah, <laughs> cool people are in Genesis. Like I Bill do, Collins. Think And uh, Peter Gabriel comes out of there, too. I I have to admit that there's talented musicians in there, but the band itself just never came together for me.
3: See, but let's talk about Prog Tom for a moment. Yeah. Tom York. Prog Tom. Tom. What's going on with him? Why does he hate the future so much?
2: I don't think it's necessarily that he hates the future. He said it bites. That's not what the album is. Did you listen to the the album?
3: What, what, was he saying like the future (laughs) blows? Like, that's, these well, are did, equivalent did you statements. Listen, did you the future to the album? sucks. The future undulates. Like, no, it's like a bite, like a sound bite. Like
2: uh, I don't think he it's meant more like sound the future bite. that's that's what d- bites. Like, I watched an interview where you described fi- it. The future <laughs> sound bite? Well, you're wrong. <laughs> no, so no, it's just mean, like
5: a bite, like a
4: piece. Like, he's, not, wrong. he's wrong. B-Y-T-E e or B-I-T-E. The future
1: bites. It totally means the future bites. No, it doesn't. Wait, but what do you mean? What other <laughs> I swear what, to god it like you mean it. the future uh, bites? Like a piece.
2: <laughs> like a piece. The future pieces. Yeah,
3: you remember back in twenty seventeen when everybody was saying like if something sucked that that it bit? Yeah. What
2: like, year are you living in? That no, is I, way I, older, than no, that's
3: older than 2017. That's older than twenty seventeen. Maybe like that's when 90s, I was watching nineties material. Least. There we go. <laughs>
5: that's older than
1: that's older than twenty seventeen. But I Thirty years off. <laughs> when I first saw when I first saw the title, I was like interesting title
3: yeah was, i feel like steven wilson thought. would be
2: straight up enough to name it the future sucks if that's what he wanted to well
3: us. but you know it's who, a cares? Cooler. Sucks, who cares <laughs> who cares who cares Let's
2: talk about the album. I don't. We are talking about, about, no, talking no. about the album. We're this is about the
3: most on topic album we've been title. in the first ten minutes in a long time. I will
2: cancel this show so fast.
3: <laughs> I, was about I am the old when, guard. I was about to cancel it when Jake was about to do a New Zealand accent, but we're not That's going there because today because
2: we're Utah-based comedians, yeah. Logan. We're all
0: trying it's to break in. It's very hard to be a music. How do you
3: think I'm going to get
1: a comedy rig at the Green Pig, dude? I have
2: to start Man, somewhere. Man, oh. I could go for some food from the Green Pig. That is not related, but you brought it up and I thought about how good their vegan menu is. <laughs> Speaking yeah, no. of vegans. Is he
3: one? Stephen Wilson? Yeah. You know,
1: I don't know. Uh there was lyrics about it in here.
3: I thought so. But
1: I don't I don't remember exactly what it said.
3: So, here we are with this vegan core album. <laughs> Sounds like earth crisis.
1: You know what? Vegan core? <laughs> what what is it he said? He said like am I a vegan or a something? Or am I thinking of a different album?
2: you're thinking of a different album. I
1: think I'm thinking of a different album.
2: <laughs> it's like I yeah. have no idea what you're talking
3: about. But I want to make the square argument here. This album is definitely made from the perspective of the future sucking. Even if it's not what the title is about, you can't get all the way through a song like Self, a song like Personal Shopper, and tell me that Steven Wilson isn't a very, very cynical man. Oh, yeah. He's cynical as they come. Okay.
1: I'll give so, you that. So the future I just don't believe does that this, Then why would he name it the Future Sound Bites? I didn't say sound bites. That was
0: just an
5: example. I'm he's sick also of ta- this. This is why I no, skip no, no, like three weeks at a time.
0: Look, 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 Cody was also talking about pizza bites. There's several <laughs> different pizza bites. The future, the future, future flavors, flavors. of pizza Can't, bites.
2: But here's
1: the thing is like I... I'll be honest. We got to watch it. The Redditors will
3: hate. I know. The Redditors will. And I'm
2: going to post it and I'm going to give all of your socials on there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Jokes on you. Just be like, I don't,
2: I'm going to give them your website.
1: Just be like, (laughs) check out these local Utah comedians. They're a bunch of clowns. Okay. But my thing is, is like, I'll be honest. I didn't listen as much to the lyrical content, but the one part that sticks out to you, even if you aren't listening to the lyrics is personal shopper just listing all these Oh, first that's class Elton John. Items. Yeah, like, that is Elton John reading them off. Reading them off. Yep, that.
2: that is his guest spot on that album which I was like what an insane
3: thing to get Elton John for. <laughs> yeah. But when you have that kind of pull, I guess you just kind of do things like that. Paid a lot of money for s- somebody to read a grocery list. Dude, I would <laughs> honest to
2: god be surprised if he was not like just hitting him up as a friend. Mm. I've come to find out how many people Stephen Wilson knows in the last. Okay, era. but I will. I mean, we have already
0: established that Elton John is a mercenary, like Snoop Dogg. You can pay him off. You can pay
2: Elton off.
1: <laughs> I mean, Elton was on Fallout Boy's "Save Rock and Roll." Hey,
2: that means Stephen Wilson and Andy Hurley from Fallout Boy are like. One degree of separation. <laughs>
1: There's a bridge between them.
3: Yeah. yeah. Elton John. <laughs> I'm sensing a very cursed crossover in the future, <laughs> which may or may not bite.
0: Okay. Uh, I also... <laughs> pizza, it might not pizza bite. It might not sound bite. Uh, I wanted to mention the ASCII,
1: though. All caps. Very, yeah, that was cool. Very uh, edgy. I'm a sucker for that. I think it's cool. I thought the... I, honestly, the aesthetic and packaging of the album was awesome. That cover is very so cool. cool. The,
2: yeah. So, I got, like, the actual record... And nice. there is a bunch of, like, really cool, like, the booklet is huge that mm. comes with it. Mm.
1: Yeah, the album art's great. I like the monochromatic thing with the bold red.
2: Yeah. Very cool. It looks really
1: very, cool. Very, very cool looking.
3: I mean, I don't want to, like, zero in too much, but I really do care about this. What was he trying to l- say with this album? Because you get you gave a huge talk up to that Porcupine Tree album, and it was really cool to figure out what that was all about. And so I assume Stephen Wilson operates on this higher conceptual plane that me as a simple being who doesn't even listen to lyrics and only listened to this two times and immediately thought of all the Beck albums that I couldn't particularly care for. uh, What was what was he doing here? What is he trying to say to me? Well, if you didn't like listen to the lyrics at all, because I know they're a meme
2: to you. Lyrics are generally a mean no, But me. if you didn't yeah, to, like yeah. listen to the lyrics no. at all in this, then I don't know what to tell you. I think it was more of just like a cultural commentary because obviously that Porcupine Tree album, is a concept album based on a book. Yeah. But I think that there's a lot more just straightforward social commentary on this than there was on that. Or even his past albums, like his solo work in the past, hasn't been as straightforward. And I will give it to like, this record doesn't sit on like the same plane as something like hand cannot erase or incendiaries um oh, that's a good album albums. that's um, a good one or like the raven who could not sing they're much more like i, I have never know. i haven't
0: heard a lot of those but his very first one i'm a big fan of the,
2: the gas insurgents mask yeah. mm. sorry i was incendiary. Yeah. i'm thinking of you're thinking of new york hardcore no i'm thinking of um Denis villeneuve because i've oh, watched yeah. prisoners but, uh, but, this week yeah.
0: but, oh. but i picked up on what you were saying
2: that i i really like that first one he did that's a cool
3: album but i want to know why do you think he made this aesthetic shift i think he what? just got bored of
2: Prague. oh yeah i mean he's like pretty forthcoming about it he's like you know i just don't care mm. <laughs> like so, at all well he's that's a big one well like porcupine tree like just kind of stopped playing shows at one point, And he's like, yeah, I don't want to do anything with this anymore. I'm done. Band's mm. broken up. Bye. And that's why we have his like solo stuff. But I think he just outside of production, just kind of pushed Prague out. Yeah. Really... Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to say. Cause like you can still tell that he comes out of that world. Like the chord progressions aren't completely what I would expect. Like a straight up explicit pop song to be. He takes some turns. That you're like, Oh, he's still got some, Interesting theory, music theory, up in up in his noggin, for sure. Um, I think that there's a lot, uh, there's a lot to say too about, um, to answer your question, Logan, because I think you understand the same concept, maybe from the, I I do side with Jake. I think that he's saying the future bites. Like I think he's trying to, he he's using pop music and contrasting that with the world's in trouble. It's a cool contrast. I think like things like vaporwave attempt to do the same thing. It's like here is 80s nostalgia, the safe place for American society and it's actually terrifying. And I, I think he's using pop music in a similar way. That was the way I interpreted it. Honestly,
1: I, I guess compared to um you know his other st- more proggy stuff, I guess this is more poppy, but this doesn't feel like it's dripping pop to me, honestly. I don't know, it's pretty It feels way more like industrialized. There's There's definitely some industrial to it.
0: There is, but then there's some that it's like the synth he chose to use. Like I did watch his uh, what's in my bag that he did and like ABBA and stuff like that. That was
2: an interesting what's in my bag though. It was unrelated. It was here's a like, Ambient noise album. Here's all the Al- ABBA records. Like, yeah, the duality of man. That, that's literally. You back all to make back.
3: fun of me for listening to Nickelback and Drake. Oh, I, don't, I was roasted I don't, for it. I don't. You got roasted. That was not fair. You both were. You know what? <laughs> that was not. <laughs> Let me fair. extend a hand in friendship and say we're not allowed to shake hands because of the pandemic. And
0: well, <laughs> I think that that's what it did sound like. There's in there. I'm not denying the industrial over to undertones. I also think that like. I heard quite a bit of Pink Floyd in there, too. There is a lot of Pink gonna Floyd. going to be honest. But then I also heard ABBA, like, influences coming out. Hey, you didn't hear Pink Floyd? Oh, you've never listened to Pink Floyd. Yeah. You, you wouldn't know how to
3: recognize <laughs> no, it. I
4: don't. What, what, what? None of us know anything You're actually, you're actually saying true things right actually, now. Have
1: you actually heard one Pink Floyd album back-to-back? Yeah. Okay, you have.
4: Yeah, I've right. listened At to At least a... you've
1: done that.
3: Yeah. At least you've done that. Yeah, I've done my due diligence. Like I said, my introduction to music was just like, all right, I'm going to take music seriously now. Rate your music, top 50. Go.
2: <laughs> oh man This as serious
3: as it gets
1: fair enough fair enough at yeah. least you did
0: you know you're out there trying and by the way I have noticed Logan has been listening to a lot of OK Computer this
3: week that is actually true do you want to talk to us about that? <laughs> i don't want to talk to it because Prague i've i am already i already feel like i'm at two strikes with cody and admitting that listening okay, to steven like wilson one
2: of my favorite albums of all time i'm well, willing to put these two things in a conversation again. but
3: but you, again you the reason i say. wanted to listen to radiohead this week was because i was listening to steven wilson because of him. I know. I know. <laughs> You're good at teeth.
2: This is Aaron's feet. You are mad right now. This no. is I'm what not I'm mad at you. I'm mad at him. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what
0: did you say? That, you know, prog Tom? Yeah, prog Tom.
1: But he didn't. Uh, did you say that? Was that in the chat? Cause I thought no, 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 this was on the
2: Porcupine Tree album. You did yeah. that no, on Discord. Review. This
3: was way back on the Porcupine yeah, Tree no, episode. Yeah, no, Porcupine Tree. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I okay, mean, suggested yeah. the emote because yeah, it's yeah. pretty okay. funny. I, I, the, I, the, I got it.
0: The, got the got Discord, it. the Discord does have an emote. Okay, but like Frog Tom,
2: and it's Stephen Wilson. <laughs> so cursed. <laughs> <laughs> you took away my admin powers too, so I
3: can't do anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. Tell us, Prog Tom, why were you listening to Radiohead then? You were just comparing, contrasting? Yeah,
3: honestly, I feel like they're hitting on a lot of similar themes. Radiohead, for as out there as it can be sometimes, is a pretty accessible sound. And so I'm listening to the Future Bites, and honestly, part of me just wants to kind of compare and contrast the two albums because I feel like they are saying, at times, very similar things.
1: Not lyrically, though, just... Well, no no, okay. no, no, no. I, like, I did. No, I, 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 he's, lyrics are a meme. So lyrics
0: yeah, but, are a meme. Fit, I mean, fitter, but, happier, and the Elton John feature. Yeah, there is a yeah, no, there's crossover there, I,
1: and it was a personal. Jab, I Logan.
3: I really find uh, Stephen Wilson's take to be a lot closer to that pop edge. I didn't really detect the industrial overtones, like you guys are talking At all? about all
1: under. Let's go.
0: Those Yeah,
3: let's
1: put those. Under, <laughs> so what did you? You felt like it was more straightforward. I pop
3: felt. Or? I felt like it was a good, hearty, straightforward pop album. Like I remember back in the early days of the show, it was just like Aaron had me reviewing Beck albums over and over and over again, and this felt like a pretty <laughs> similar experience That's not to completely that. True, but I could see how he <laughs> thinks that. <laughs> well, there was Primus in there, but I've since blocked it out. <laughs> Which Primus album? We did sailing the seas of cheese. Of course, yeah. Yeah, and I I find it to be a very well-executed album. I think he's got kind of a weird voice. It's, it's very robotic. Yeah. And I, that's part of what draws me to it, is because
2: he does that really well live. Yeah? Like, it sounds fantastic live. So, it's not
3: processed. No, that's just how he no, sounds. No, I
2: watched him, so, before this album, his last album, To The Bone, he did, like, a world tour, and he hit the depot in Salt Lake with Nanette Taeb, who... Also fantastic, usually features on most of his albums. Not on this one, though. I was a little bummed. Um, but yeah, he, he does that. That's just how he sounds.
3: Yeah. It's I'd imagine awesome. he
2: sings with eyes wide open. He sings with no shoes. I So I made my parents go with me because nobody else wanted to go see Steven Wilson. Nice. That was like my graduation from college. Like, mm. let's all go see Steven Wilson. Heck yeah. And my mom, the only thing she took out of the entire thing was, he doesn't wear shoes while they perform.
3: <laughs> and I was like, no, he doesn't. I'm I'm going to say something and you uh, may feel free to agree or disagree with it (laughs) I feel like Stephen Wilson, my experience with this Porcupine Tree album and now this Future Bites album, he makes music on a level that is approximately what Quentin Tarantino is to movies which is where it's at a level where it's understandable you can come away from it feeling like oh, I got the point of that but he also really cares about the craft of the music, of the song itself in a way that doesn't industrial undertones i guess and his weird robotic voice doesn't always appeal to the normals yeah
2: i could see that yeah that's and tarantino is like a diehard lover of movies so it would make sense steven yeah. wilson kind of being similar in that he is like a diehard music fan he's different f- worlds same attitude british and he's scared of
4: technology
2: <laughs> <laughs> i do he does well, there use, are many like, a lot of those. analog stuff and i think it's cool
4: what did you think damon uh, I think for a Cody album, this one was actually disappointing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I figured this would be the most like polarizing one that I've picked so
4: far. Honestly, yeah, no. Every single Cody album, I'm always excited. It's like, yo, like probably just gonna be some unheard of thing, and I'm really gonna enjoy it. Like, I still go back to that Nothing album uh, from time to time and stuff. And like every time, I'm just like, right on. Like Queens of the Stone Age, uh, yeah, even Porcupine, Street, uh, Porcupine Tree and stuff. But this time. I don't know. Like it was okay. Um, it reminded me of my, uh, Sega Genesis Batman game. Actually, a lot of the (laughs) times, like a lot of, if it's probably a game, none of you have even heard of, but look up the soundtrack to the, uh, uh, Sega Genesis Batman the Animated Series video game and you'll see the similarity. <laughs> this is a comparison I'm excited for. this is very I, up Logan's Alley. <laughs> yeah I love that soundtrack but um, yeah I wasn't even reminded of it until I'm. Like, oh like this sends me straight to that soundtrack but I <laughs> like, really. Like if you
0: were to upload it to Spotify with the new algorithm would it reject the album? Because, uh, because the.
4: Probably not like.
0: <laughs> the it, Batman one already took the chord progressions.
4: Oh, oh my! Oh, that? we're talking well, about I, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't even know, he think might that. Sued? <laughs> do you think Stephen, <laughs> Stephen Wilson? Was, you, you, a, you think you think what, could Warner Brothers non-existent video game company? <laughs> Sues <Susan? laughs> him? <laughs> I don't know. It'd be interesting, but uh, yeah. Anyway, I also do not like multiple voices singing the same thing at the same time, and I felt like there was a lot of That's that. That's a this really album.
3: specific. Like, that is pretty like, specific.
4: Yeah, like. I, I don't know how to describe it. I'm sure there's a you know vocabulary term to describe it, but like just in unison singing at like approximately the same kind of tone, like maybe somebody's a little me? deep yeah, just
1: never but touch like midwest
3: emo like chorus ever,
4: vocals, gang vocals. Gang one vocals? of those yeah i, um, I don't know play a couple shanties. of songs and yeah yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah the sea shanty vibe i didn't <laughs> i didn't dig it dog
5: <laughs> <laughs> but
4: <laughs> no I don't i'd be know. down for a sea Just, shanty album I, I, He's gonna do it i guess i didn't like the vocals is what i'm saying all right but yeah i don't know well uh, that that is
0: a sentiment typically from my own heart i didn't like the vocals yeah i am there a lot yeah, i i that's... actually i really enjoyed this album though and i and i did like i think Personally, my favorite thing is the visual aesthetic around this one, though. That cover's really cool. And, I I mean, uh, I, I think that listening to the album and looking at the cover is a rewarding experience. Like, when the song would change, I'd be like, pretty sweet cover.
4: Mm. I think my favorite part really is the cover. <laughs> you know, I really don't... I don't know if I like that cover that much.
0: I think it's cool. I I do like the it's cover. It's just kind of...
2: I think it's cool.
4: So he stand there was a, once again um,
2: divided. Yeah. There was a guy... That I follow him on YouTube because he's got a really cool record collection, but he's also a huge Steven Wilson fan. And so for this record, Steven Wilson did like a one-of-one one variant of it with like all the test presses, like all of them, his like Academy, or not Academy Award, um, Grammys? Is that the music version? Yeah, yeah. Like all of his Grammy Award nominations, his medallions were included, like it was $10,000. And there's some dude that I follow on YouTube got it. And there was all the Polaroids from the photo shoot for the album cover in there. I'd love to send you the video because they're pretty cool. It's it's worth looking at, like, how intense this, like, the freaking box is, like, this big from top
3: to bottom of just stuff. (laughs) Just for this album? Yeah. Dang. Ken, how do you even mount that? (laughs) You know... When
2: you pay
4: ten
3: thousand dollars, man.
4: I actually <laughs> think I liked away. this week's Viper album cover more than the Steven Wilson <laughs> album cover. The Viper album cover is yeah. good. It is legendary. Jake, do you have is. anything to say about it's the album pretty... before we move on to
3: Viper? No, no, no. Wait, I have one more I have a thing after Jake. <laughs> oh, you can go before.
1: Well, all right. Yeah, I um I thought it was a good album. That's about what I would say. I I, I wouldn't quite go as far as Damon to say it was disappointing. It's disappointing just,
4: for a Cody album. He does set a pretty high bar. He does set a high bar. Yeah. I mean
3: But he, I, I wouldn't say
1: I was necessarily disappointed. Like I said, I really liked the the visual aesthetic. I really like the you know, the caps lock and stuff. I think it's cool. Musically, it was good. Like it was not bad. I liked the production. The production He's was on really
2: Santana stuff. It was really Not clean. Bad out of ten. <laughs> not bad. I, out I of guess.
1: 10. I guess not bad out of ten. But like production was super clean. It just wasn't, like, overly, and this is such a charged word, maybe I shouldn't use it, but, like, overly memorable for me. Like, I probably won't return to much from it, but I thought it was okay. That's kind of how I... What was it? Is it called 12 Things I Forgot? The song yeah. King, King Ghost, though, I actually really liked. 12 that Things I song. Forgot, and then the that, next one, the Sleaze
0: one. Evan Sleaze. Both of them. Evan Sleaze was good. And that's the very Pink Floyd one,
3: too. Oh, shoot. Would I actually like Pink Floyd? That's yeah. <laughs> this that one. No, no. no
1: don't say, oh, don't no. show your really? hand. Oh,
3: no. No, no, no. That song's song,
0: seriously big, deep Pink Floyd groove. Mm. That's he said I, that in the Discord.
2: But, yeah. like,
1: I for me, part of the reason, too, is I, I, I don't know exactly where Logan's coming from. I guess we have different definitions, but I felt like that, like, kind of industrial ish vibe was kind of potent for me and I, i'm just not a big fan of industrial music at all so that kind of turned me off just a little bit but it was cool vocals were cool i like his voice so yeah. it was it was good it sounded like an arjun lucasin
2: something oh they've yeah. gotta be friends they've never collaborated which bums me out but they've gotta <laughs> No, be i friends. was
0: thinking multiple times I'm like, this sounds like the same way that arjun lucasin plays with pop i was like this is that type
2: of oh, pop yeah. Yeah. yeah, the only person when I like picked this album, I was like, I already know their answer was Aaron. Intro, <laughs> yeah. no, intro really... track
1: was sick. Intro track's sick.
2: I like how it like
1: all fades in and then it fades out, and he just says that one line again. And then it, that was cool. It was, it was cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I wanna, I wanna ask, and I only know this, or I'm pretending to know this because of Fantano's video. Apparently, this thing is not very popular with his fans. That's correct. Why is that, do you think? I think everybody wanted another prog album. His last album
2: was kind of starting to hit on that, but the last album still had enough prog kind of in there, because I think most people that know Stephen Wilson know him from Porcupine Tree, and if it's not Porcupine Tree, it's probably from production on 50 billion different classic prog albums that he remastered and remixed and released so
3: didn't he go back and remix one desert sands or oh what was it
2: i don't know he's got a really lengthy production what is his first
0: album insert insurgents insurgents the remix album for that is awesome they got cool people on there really that is a cool remix album
3: i'm just always interested when there's something that critics seem to like but the fans seem to hate you know That's always an interesting dichotomy to me.
1: This is movies, I know, but Rotten Tomatoes, dude, you'll get that all the time. Like, freaking the critics is like, and then the users like.
3: Can I talk about Rotten Tomatoes for 0.5 seconds? If it's it's 0.5 seconds. Okay. Okay, done. It's a broken rating system. Don't trust it. By by judging them positive against negative and not like the actual scoring system, like out of stars. But but
1: it goes the same with like IMDb user ratings versus Metascore too. Well, no, because
3: here's how it goes. If a movie gets nothing but flat six out of 10s, It'll show us hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, whereas if something gets flat six out of tens on Metacritic, it will show us sixty out of one hundred.
1: Yeah, but principle here is that sometimes critics give it high marks because of high brownness. Like, well, yeah, that's like they, fine. They rate it high even though everybody's rating it low. The problem that, is
3: the problem is you lose resolution and you get an inaccurate score. Like, if a ton of people sort of like a movie, that doesn't make it a great movie necessarily or a critical success. Something that's a flat six out of ten isn't a critical success, and Rotten Tomatoes would show that as a perfect grade. Versus if everything was a four out of was like had mostly two out of tens, but had a handful of eight out of tens, it would show as mostly a failure. Because Rotten Tomatoes loses the distinction between the actual spectrum of scores and only rates on a thumbs up, thumbs down basis.
0: Yeah, I I, I actually I mean Right now, I'm doing coursework on that very thing. The psychology behind <clears throat> ranking. And I don't know. I think it's valuable to have both. That's what I'll say.
3: Yeah, and I recognize that at the end of the day, like the normal person on Facebook likes or dislikes something. That's why they changed the star system on YouTube. Y'all remember that, right? I'm not old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because basically, yeah, yeah. it's like, there I hate it. One system? star, I like it. Yeah, there used to be a star system yeah, on that YouTube. Insane. probably
4: like eight years ago at this point honestly i remember yeah. the star system on uh netflix but never on youtube
3: yeah what eventually they just realize that people give stuff they hate one star and stuff they like five stars but the reason it bugs me especially with rotten tomatoes is because of all people critics would actually use that spectrum
0: yeah yeah that's true
3: that's true. anyway rant over sorry no, steven no, wilson. No.
0: wilson uh i'm gonna say yeah this is one that i haven't heard tom york recreate so maybe there <laughs> is a little bit of a
3: divergence i was ex- there. i was excited to just come in and dunk on it for sounding the same as anima but unfortunately
0: it, it, no i didn't <laughs> i mean the, the, the uh, porcupine porcupine tree i got i got things to say but at this point i do think tom york and prog tom are in different places
3: i don't get your point about porcupine tree at all they don't sound like radiohead
0: i think they i think that they very much do
3: like I i'm mean, with need cody you to like, on this one go and did radiohead yeah. release an
2: album in like 95
0: what was it difference? Yeah. no that's okay computer that's, okay that was no
2: 97. that's 97
3: was really uh the bins. yeah came all the good albums 95. came out the year i was right? born
2: or 94
0: or
3: no,
2: it's no, something Smith. in that like yeah yeah it's in realm there. though it's in there Listen to "The Sky Moves Sideways" by Porcupine Tree because that came out around the same time. Okay, and there is three songs. All right,
0: I will. I will, and I'm willing to be debunked, but I do think that there is—I don't know—I think that they both. I mean, it's not—it's not, it's not outrageous. It's they share, funny, they, but there's
3: nothing there, they, Aaron. They I, share
0: a lot of culture. No, there is. There is. There's something. Wrong.
3: I really, I, I don't will, see. I it. will insist. What? What in the heck about a five-minute multi-phase pop song makes you think of a twelve-minute ambient metal song?
0: But Porcupine Tree, it, depending on what album you're listening to, they weren't always like heavy. You know, like I, I think. Except for that one riff, bro. I think Radiohead's hitting an atmosphere. I think Porcupine Tree is hitting an atmosphere. I think they both were using falsetto. I think they both come from similar places.
3: If you want to talk about falsetto, that's been the better part of the past 50 years, my guy.
0: Anyway, I think there's something there. But there is something for sure there, in my opinion, with this album. It's worth a spin. And uh, yeah, so 2021. I guess we're off. to I mean, if uh, a start with music. If here, this is yeah. a
3: sample of the future, I will say that I don't think it will bite. It'll sound bite. Uh, it'll. Uh,
4: well, it'll it really bite. just comes down to hard work. Oh, yeah. um, what oh, I'm yeah. really trying to do, to be honest, which is, I'm trying to lay a, I'm trying to to lay a platform. <laughs> so trying to good.
2: lay a uh, a surface, a product, a household name yeah, title, household name.
3: That's our boy. Ready and. Willing. Willing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was going for with the ellipsis there, but he did not achieve it.
1: All right, I'm going
0: to be the first to say it. Somebody, somebody in the chat's ready for this segment.
3: I'm ready and willing to talk about this album.
1: I dibs first saying this bit-crushed sub-bass. Did uh. you guys
5: <laughs> notice <in the> <laughs>
3: it's <kind> of, <laughs> It's kind
1: of unavoidable. At first, I was like, dang, that's sick. Like, mm, I really like that Big Crushed 808 sound. And then pretty soon I was like, dude, are my ears ringing? <laughs> like, what is going on? <laughs>
0: uh, it sounded like most of this was, like, just backwards.
4: Yeah, back. There he back. Is, he figured out how to reverse in his gone <laughs> yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! You guys gonna
3: immediately dis tracks like "You Gone Die"? And, and uh, what's that one where he said "Is like one day you'll take me back"? Where did I go wrong,
4: dude?
2: Actually, some of
1: the lyrics were pretty great. You Gone Die?
5: It <laughs>
4: was so good, dude. I, so I was listening to this oh, record like last
2: week. Unfortunately, I wasn't here, but that record, I was like, man, this kind of just sounds like 3-6 Mafia. hustling Thick. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is just Memphis rap. This week, I'm like, this is like Memphis rap if it was on SoundCloud today. And I was like, this sucks. And it really <laughs> bummed me out, because I, <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, man... This album wasn't for me. And I typically do like Viper, like even as a meme, but I think that also plays into my dislike of him because I find him to be a meme. He is a meme. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. He's a meme. Yeah. Are
3: you more of a Yule Cowards guy? Oh, I'm a Yule Cowards, don't even okay. smoke crack kind of guy. Because <laughs> to me, like Ready and Willing, so you listen to Hustle and Thick and he's very clearly trying to emulate, I think Memphis rap, uh, especially that G-Funk kind of vibe. And then we have... Uh, ready and willing, where I think he's starting to morph into the monster that he was on Yol Cowards. Where a lot of it is this woozy, sleepy, but like, it feels ultimately lazier. poisonous haze of instrumentation. How it's far ahead very is Cowards? How how we far? got two more before Yol Cowards? But I think here is where he goad from being goad, <laughs>
1: oh, where too he, much viper, <laughs> he, <right.
3: laughs> Logan's throat. Where he went from being uh another g-funk wannabe texas rapper to like a guy who in a vacuum created a sound that nobody would do for five years after he did it i think that happened on ready and willing you're starting to see the transformation
1: i'm not gonna lie i started to get what you were saying last week about cloud rap i was like i was obviously i was like not full on but i was like i do see like with all these reversed Vocal stuff's in the spacey like stuff Like if kind he of? just
3: EQ'd it and Yeah and like put reverb on it It could be a 2018 Soundcloud track Here, here's my question
0: yeah. Though is it because He pioneered that or is it because Those who followed did The exact same thing that he was doing He just did it earlier. I
3: mean it could Be like a long neck to dinosaur situation Where they both arise in different places At the same time yule cowards was Discovered relatively late uh, I don't think the internet really picked up on it until about twenty fourteen.
2: I say it was about my first year of college when I started to see this Viper guy pop up. I'm like, who the heck is this? And then
3: I was like, why is this guy all over one, Reddit? One eye on the game, one eye on the streets.
2: <laughs> it's so good, and like the album cover also just has that like DJ Screw
3: realm, yeah. going on to it. Like, dude, it's... he could hang out with like. 3-6 but I, Mafia. I find like so ready and willing. That album cover, I think, is easily one of the best of his albums. it looks like it was
1: printed on a crappy toner printer and then scanned in again yeah
3: (laughs) it really does (laughs) but it makes it look cool oh yeah no absolutely
1: (laughs) it's just that's what it looks like now
3: damon this is one of his
4: highest rated albums so i actually liked it less than uh uh hustling thick dang i'm inverted i I liked this one more than yeah i think i think the innocence is kind of gone on this one it kind of feels like okay he's actually just a not talented person. <laughs> <laughs> he made yeah, all know. of these they beats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. so this I, one, I, yeah, I, I guess, I just like the beats in the last one or something. But yeah, how much just, of this
3: instrumentation did he do himself? He's all self-produced, so sometimes yeah. it is like reversed songs, and that's where you get kind of the trippier tracks. But the ones that uh, just don't include vocals or reversed vocals of any kind are all him on the Yamaha. And this is where you get into the Yul Cowards era where he wasn't even sampling anything. It's just all him playing on a single Yeah, keyboard. I
4: will say the female vocals were like way better on this one. Like, holy crap, they can actually sing this time. And I that mean, <laughs> was better. There's better not than much the, in the way of either the than female the first, vocals. Yeah, so. but I don't know. I just feel like this time, like... <laughs> It literally is just. Whoa! You can reverse words. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It felt like he it, found the reverse. It, wait, it, it does yeah. it not at least sound cool though? It, it For does. a second like it I'm does.
3: watching these haters is. But like, yeah. no, yeah. I, I was
1: surprised at first. I was like, yo, the last one. Hit. Kind of sucked for me.
0: His but- flow is funny. It's just boom,
5: boom, 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 boom.
2: Not He's, fast. He rhymes like he has been drinking cough syrup. All <laughs> <laughs> but my th- he is that Texas school. That's I I really, what I'm yeah. saying. I, it's not surprising <laughs> if it was like. Yeah, he literally just did he like, tons of coding. I, I can
1: like, just takes like massive
4: breaths in between. Yeah, lines. I it can just tell like, that this
1: dude, though, he doesn't know when to stop with an idea. Because, <laughs> like I said, with that yeah. that crushed eight hundred eight sound, that you know what I'm talking about. right? Yeah.
3: Well, at, at I,
1: first, I thought it was. A design choice. I thought he was actively doing it, and by know. the end, I think he just was screwing up and something was because <laughs> it was. But, like, but it I
5: appreciate, I appreciate like, that I very know. annoying eight oh eight bit crush
3: know. buzz because at the very least, what it does is it keeps normals from finding Viper. Like you can't put this on in the whip. <laughs> you normals. can't show this. You can't show this to your girlfriend, well, or sure an, you I can. mean, maybe she's cool. Um, but like. You know, when you listen to Viper, you know he was making music for the club to turn up to, but it ends up being so obnoxious you can only listen to Bro, it by that's yourself. That's you and your
2: friend in your first year of college and you guys just found out you
3: can put cough syrup in your 7-Up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what you get is so, Viper. So, fun fact about codeine, actually. Uh, this is important to know. This is
1: for the nine-year-olds.
3: Nine-year-old atheist. the drug itself actually has very, very little effects on most people. And so you'll get a lot of people around here, edgy teenagers, who try it and they're like, oh, I don't get what the big hype is about. There's actually a specific, uh, not, not dominant, the other type of gene, recessive gene that you can get that actually makes it make you really sleepy and messed up. So for most people, it does nothing. However, apparently for Viper. <laughs> you come out with ready and
2: Willing.
5: <laughs> and that's right. There is no question that dubious... I
3: friggin' love that album, by the way. ...supervised children of all colors.
5: Oh, it's, it's, it's,
0: it's news. Oh, It's billion. Oh, we're actually it's doing news. I thought like. we were uh, Yeah, doing I actually
2: got my ah, segments. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're doing... I
0: thought, thought we, we were doing... We already covered news with Rebecca Black.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's <Okay>. true. <laughs> I do not <laughs> like... What? She can just like... Co- so the hyperpop playlist on Spotify. Sick-o-thony mode. Tano. <laughs> Burr, Tano. That's rude, Anthony, bro. Matt Switch Tano. Feel Anthony better Tano. No Nothany glasses Tano.
2: Sexy guy Tano. DJ Melon, the hardest DJ in the world.
3: Where's Cal chest, I swear, man? I just say the word Spotify at this point.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. All right. Yo. You can finish your thought. No, I'm. I'm good. You're, you're good.
3: Yeah. Move on. Whatever.
5: He's been. I don't, been mad I don't have anything to say anymore. We
0: we 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 we. <laughs> On that intro, we we ran the the Rebecca Black rabbit hole. That's that's what I believe.
3: Yeah. But if there is something unique to say, I'm here. So they put the comment at the top of the Spotify, like, can you believe that the Rebecca Black added songs to our playlist? And there's like a Snapchat style story of her being like, oh my God, I can't believe I got to be on the Hyperpop (laughs) playlist. That sucks so bad. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that
0: was relevant. That was relevant, Ooh. but we're here now with uh, our our boy. Some might say Anthony Fantano <laughs> coming yeah, at us some, live. Some
1: might say coming
0: coming millions. Live. Okay, who who watched the yeah. Who watched
3: the top five anime babes video? I
2: know I Cody actually did. did. That was
4: great. That was a good video. I was about Lara to. Laura Bush.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just I like when he gets to the end and it's like. Um, Oh, Lord. The girl from Neon Genesis Evangelion. I just blanked on her name, but then he's like, psych, Star Fox. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. Or not, uh, not Neon Genesis, uh, Samurai
3: Shampoo. See, and you know the haters, the haters will come in and say, like, this Anthony Fantano picking Star Fox as the hottest anime, babe, is the prime example of everything wrong with his criticism. But he's right.
5: <laughs> Star Fox. <laughs> you don't
3: realize. Is he right? You really? Do you really believe that? You bro, really? have you ever played as Fox McCloud in Smash Bros? That'll awaken something in you. Okay. Don't want to know. Let's move yeah. on. <laughs> right, so let's keep
5: moving. So there was an alternate. There was an alternate. <laughs> there was keep
0: an alternate.
3: And the alternate was. So it is his John in review, and the reason I picked this one is because we've talked about his tofu scramble videos. Man, that looked good. We've talked about. Uh, why he influences us to influence us that he doesn't influence as much as we think he's influencing us. And we've even talked about him doing awkward dances with other unforeseen YouTubers. That video's magic. However, Everyone says everything. it's about time that we dive in and we try to actually figure out what people here don't like about the way Anthony Fantana reviews things and jokes about them and then subsequently gets his community to meme on. I picked John Bellion because Jake knows and I think likes this album. Aaron's at least heard of it and I think despite this being a 5 out of 10 review, he said some pretty offensive things uh to a John Bellion fan. So Jake, I, I want to hear about. Before it. we get into that, uh, someone want
2: to fill me in on who this John Bellion fellow is? Yeah, he's a New York pop rapper
1: i guess i didn't realize he okay he's uh, from long island he, and he's been doing music he started out like so small like he he is basically one of those artists that kind of like started but on no, SoundCloud no. and, and he, got but big he's been he's, always, no, he's on labels and crap. He's always been big on production though. Like Yeah, he does he does a lot of his own legwork, which ca- is what's cool.
0: He's kind so what of you're saying
2: is like the name might be bouncing around somewhere in my brain, I'm just not finding he's it. He's kind yet. of
0: yeah. like the frontman gotcha. of uh, One Republic in a lot of ways actually cuz like like the frontman of One Republic produced who before he starts One Republic like you 2 and all these huge names in that scene and then he he makes a a pop deviant version. And I think John Bellion, you know, he was in production
1: studios before he was John Bellion, to to the people who now know him. I think he was on his laptop before he was in production studios. Like, if you go listen to his old albums, it's like, literally him sitting there and like recording himself on his laptop mic while his girlfriend's sleeping on the couch and he's rapping about his girlfriend sleeping on the couch. It's like... (laughs) Literally, that's what it's like. It's like he uh, starts... Oh, white
3: people. He started...
1: <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah, all right. Anyway, so he just started really small, and then what happened is he kind of started catching like a little bit of internet traction, and then he released uh, Human Condition, which is what this album was. And Human Condition is the first big, coherent, like more publicish sphere album and so you know that's it's the only one that fantano's reviewed which uh in my opinion human condition is good i really like it actually but it is not my favorite john bellion album and pretty much every track fantano focused on were like the tracks that i don't even like that much so actually here, here I'm not we get to the that.
3: first problem <laughs> i'm i'm like
1: not even saying that it's like he kept on like tr- dropping track names and i was like Dog, these are like all the stinkers on there. Because there are a couple stinkers. Like, I I fully admit it. It's not a perfect album. But it's got a couple tracks on there that are just...
4: mm, So good. Yeah, like his uh, hit came off that one, right? Yeah. The one song. Yeah, his hit. All all time low. Yep, that one.
3: You'd recognize it. Not to be confused with the pop punk band that I embarrassingly followed for quite a few years.
2: (laughs) They've got some... uh, What's that album with Dear Maria, Count Me In on it? Yeah. That album's actually pretty decent as far as like... Mid 2000s Warp Tour pop punk goes. Oh, thank
3: goodness. <laughs> Warp Tour. There is the a market very specific
2: <laughs> genre there. And I like it's bands like all time yeah. low, but, but, but no, marketed but to John,
1: John Bellion. Like he, like a lot of his influences were uh, like he's obsessed with J. Dilla and he loves J. Dilla's instrumentals and Death Cab for Cutie and quite a few other people like that
3: it, it's why if you watch but... the
1: fantano video he goes into it he like it is he, he what he specifically stopped. said what he specifically
3: said was that some of john bellion's vocals on here make the lead singer of death cab for cutie sound menacing no no well yeah he did He's say like that the but weakest sounding dude if you, that's funny
1: if you listen to john Bellion, you you'd know that he references them in their lyrics though I'm actually he references Death educated on what I was saying. I wasn't just falling into what Fantano said. He actually does. He talks about Death Cab for Cutie in his lyrics. But does anyway, he name drop the them? point is, yes, he does. That's he awful. literally says, yes,
4: their name. I <laughs> I yeah, I anyway,
1: Gg. I'm in a room that no matter no, no, what no. I say,
5: it
4: just
2: doesn't let's, matter. Let's hear it, let's so, hear it. No, I, no. It does matter. I'm I'm trying to get
3: context for this. Let's make another York
2: episode, I watched a (laughs) Top 5 Anime Babes video about Star Fox and Laura Bush. So, so let's so let's
1: just put it this way. This is not the artist or album that would ever go over with a group like this. Or Fantano. So I just don't know why it's it's worth me sitting well, here I have and an talking about. Inter- wait, wait, about it. no, I have a really it's interesting
0: something I want to hey, say. So what's it rated on? Rate your music. Have you seen? Probably <laughs> fairly low. Have you seen? Did you did you care to notice the ratio of thumbs up to thumbs down on this video?
3: Yeah, no, it, it's uh, almost the, even split. <laughs> yeah, and furthermore, he said, "I got this review because a ton of people were." Begging for my head if I did not give this thing a proper once over.
1: Yeah, I guess the one thing I would say is I, I, and I still. Just why, why the frick does he even like review stuff like this? People well,
0: ask him to. Yeah, I, I, think, guess, I think people but, did ask him on this one, and I do think he was pretty clear in saying this is just not something I
4: would ever listen. to. Yeah, he to. seems pretty, you know, belligerent at first. Of just, I hear. think, I think
0: he yeah. came out and he just said this is not for me. and yeah. if that means it's not for you then i guess that's what it means but yeah i do i do understand that.
5: Yeah, I, 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 I don't see, that i don't too. see
0: fantano liking john bellion. that yeah, doesn't yeah. mean you can't like john bellion.
4: i think i well, did no, fall but... victim to a little bit of the fantano effect i guess by watching this cuz this album i've never really listened to it past all time low but just as an institution what this album is for like how many band kids and BYU students that I know who are like, <laughs> this album is it, you know, it's just like the people who listen to it are like, I also love what's it called? Uh, AJR. No, the AJR, sleep yeah. on the floor. uh, what's their The lumineers, the lumineers. And like, just kind of that realm of music, which I just am not, a fan of just like the BYU core I'd say. And John Bellion definitely falls into that core. Yeah. I think the lumineers kind of, I get, I get what what you're saying. And so, I mean, I'm not not trying to bash it, but then I watched this and I was like, I kind of just justified, like, I'm not even going to give this album a try. I just know it's like him talking about like the Disney movie aspects of it, which I wouldn't even, I can't confirm, but like if that's even mentioned in a review, then I'm like, I'm not even going to give it a try, you know? Yeah.
1: my my personal opinion is like Trent Reznor. He he does like Disney movies, but like writing for Pixar, the music doesn't feel overly. He also did David
2: Lynch though, so we're willing to forgive him.
1: Anyway, can I can
0: I drill into saying this? that that's
2: not a very big poker chip? I, you'd have to do the same thing to Trent Reznor. Wait, what of I, Nine Inch Nails because
0: he wrote, wrote him. He wrote music, music for, for a Pixar film.
4: What did he write yeah. for? Well, Soul. Soul. Soul, Soul are you I assuming I'm a? It. Are you assuming I'm a Nine Inch Nails fan? I've never listened to any 9-inch nails song in my life. Listen style to the liking. downward spiral. All right. I think but there's like, on that like, one that's, likely, that's probably a good likely you'll, en-
0: you'll enjoy some of it. Okay, so. but here here's right. what
3: I want to dig into. I did not bring up this album to make Jake feel bad about liking John Bellion. I did not bring up this album so that everybody could be turned off to listening to John Bellion. Truth be told, music's also not me. I don't mind it so much, but it's not for me. Here's what I noticed the first time when I watched this video, because I was scrolling through different selections. What I noticed when I watched this video is starting to understand what Jake is talking about. I'm actually going to take his side on this one because we talk about the comedic satirical vibe that we have on this show. And I say, no, I'm legit just saying my real opinions on things. There are some things that Fantano says in this review that I think come across as kind of genuinely mean. One example is, uh, John Bellion writes a song about 80s movies, and he says, I had a friend that I grew up watching a ton of 80s movies with, so I feel really nostalgic about that time period, and I'm writing a song about how I feel nostalgic about that time period. Fantano's reaction to this, and I hope I'm not mischaracterizing anybody on either side here, is he says, isn't that nostalgia kind of undeserved? I mean, you weren't alive for then and it was actually much worse than you thought it was. And he's just trying to appeal to something that he has no context of. Okay. So he said that I disagree with it because I'm more of the, the idea that if you truly love something and believe in it, you should be able to pursue it however you want. And people shouldn't get to gatekeep that from you. Second thing Fantano says, this appears to be kind of an intimate album, but the more I dig into the lyrics, the more I find that John Bellion has nothing really to say. Like, it is one thing to say that the uh, album's themes are shallow and that they you don't necessarily relate to them, it is entirely another thing to say, this has no substance. Hey, John Bellion, these lyrics that you're writing about things that you cared about, uh, they don't actually matter. And neither do your experiences. And I think, I think I'm just starting to kind of understand what Jake is saying. Because it is very much going beyond the, it's not for me, I don't like it. Even though that's what he says at the end of the video. And it's getting into the value judgments. The saying, not, this thing I think was executed poorly. It's saying, uh, John Bellion, you did a bad job. I find your music corny. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. I... I will say, like, I actually have a lot of feelings about the video. I, I do feel like it was way overly personal. Like he, he di- He just says some things sometimes, and I'm just like, you can't even say that. But I also just know that this album was just about the worst album f- <laughs> for this.
4: Yeah, that's true because too. it was asking I- I- for I it. already.
1: No, I from, like
4: I
3: like
1: From the Fantano, album. but like... Yeah, from Fantano, yeah. I guess. It's just like, this group, Fantano, it's just a bad example. But I, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying, Logan. I definitely feel I, that same I,
0: way. I mean, I'll come out and say that John Billion's written songs I like. I don't always like him. And I think it's fair to say,
1: I, 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 I
0: pretty much just agree with what's been said, because, I mean, on the one hand, if you are critiquing actually what he he was out to do but like for fantano to say he did exactly what he was out to do here's his wikipedia where he says that he likes theatrical music and oh here's theatrical music and then use that as a bad thing it's like no he did what he was out to do
3: well it's the double-edged sword you don't like what he did so take playboy cardi's whole lot of red an album that the fans didn't like that he ended up spinning a lot of people towards that's also a five out of ten review but in it he goes on about like Oh, the potential that Cardi had on here. He's chasing unique sounds. It doesn't always hit, but man, when Cardi like uses the bass to this effect and does this with his voice, it's impressive. And so you come out of that five out of ten review feeling like, whoa, I'm gonna I'm gonna give whole lot of red a whole nother spin here. You come out of the John Bellion five out of ten review and you're like, that's a zero out of ten artist. Yeah. How could you ever think to combine Pixar and yeah, rap music? I, I wanna yeah.
0: I wanna see the Steven Wilson one because I'm curious now, because you were you you made mention that he, well he
3: debuted the not bad segment, which I think is a good idea. And again, I still like Fantano.
0: I'll I'll, I'll have to give that a view because anyway, I'm curious. But yeah, no, I I largely agree with what we uh, dissected there. And I I for one, am not here to dogpile. Like I I like I say. I mean, John, I like John,
3: bullying, John, but only when it's John, fun.
0: John Bellion has songs I like, but I I think the YouTube. Like to dislike ratio is telling. It's almost, I mean, oh, a, yeah. He's
4: a really popular artist, though. He it's gave not,
3: Blady he's... a freaking one. A one. And then a year later, gave him a seven for doing more or less the same thing.
0: Can't always trust those cr- critics. I still don't understand <laughs> critics. I don't understand them.
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a tough job, but somebody's got to do it's it. It's a hard
0: thing. <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. All right, Jake, what was your bops this week?
1: All right. I've got uh, something I've been cooking up. I was going to say it last week, but the vibe was totally just shot. So I didn't say it last week, but I have been working on the official trademarked playlist, Chest Cavity Core. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I love it. Okay.
1: And it's uh, <laughs> not going to go over, <laughs> but I've been working on it. Well, I want to hear it. It's seven hours long and it's pretty oh, it's Lord. pretty essential. I don't think I've
3: listened to 7 hours of music this year. It's
1: it's pretty essentials for me. I have been what I did is I started by throwing all my favorite chest cavity music in there. For those of you that don't know chest cavity music, it's essentially when you don't like somebody's voice and so you make fun of the voice. <laughs> it's, it's not
0: right. So, no,
1: that's not, so, no, no, that's anyway.
0: not right. No, no it Anyways. is. Oh no, my gosh. So I, I try to be I nice
1: to you I put pretty an much episode. all my essentials in one playlist and, it, and I have been listening to it for like two weeks and pulling out tracks that I thought were not essential. And I've got it down to seven hours and I don't know how much more I can pull out. So... Anyway, for those interested, I will drop you a link. I've been talking with Jamison a lot, and Jameson has been showing some serious interest in chest cavity music. So um, my bop for the week is Dropout by Breakance, um, and it is on there, and it is a fantastic song. It's got these really nice, blown 808s that are just great. And So anyway, yeah, it's been a, it's been a big project for me, and it's a playlist I really love. So
3: vocalists you don't like.
0: Chess cavity <laughs> is somebody who's singing deep down in the throat very nonchalantly. Yeah. That's what it is.
4: Yeah.
3: Vocalists. We've used Choir Boy way more than we've used vocalists uh, Chess cavity
4: singers. <laughs> Choir Boy's cool. Shout out yeah. to Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> Alright, David.
4: Alright. Um... Choir Boy. I don't even know this week. Uh, finger bib by Aphex Twin. That's a good one. Don't really have much to say about it. L- last good. week you dropped an absolute banger. I'm here yeah, to I'm, here, actually to con- listen to I'm that? here to confirm.
0: That? No, I went back to our playlist in general and I have to actually just vouch for the quality of that playlist. If you haven't spun it or shuffled it, it's actually a really good time to kind of get a, a better insight to what everybody's talking about because you gotta, you gotta remember. Somebody was legitimately spinning that song all
4: week, and it's, it's a pretty good. Playlist, How have I actually.
3: heard that song before? Did you listen to it?
4: Yeah. If you've ever been to Pibbs Exchange in Sugar House, maybe they were playing it because that's mm. where I heard it. That's
2: no the one bro- on like twenty first and. Well, I think it's also twenty first,
4: or no, twenty first and like ninth by The Smiths. It's the one I think, and by it's by the liquor store, and yeah. by yep. I listeners,
3: if you're oh, in the area.
4: Your story was great the the Just I'm kinda done with this. Well, I'm just, I'm not with it. Uh yeah. All right. That's all. Just finger bib, I guess. <laughs> I'm also selling out this week. Uh, Damon I
0: Damon just sold out hard. He's not getting his forty K. Yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut that down, give a cut to Warner Bros. I I told myself early on in this year that I would try to only promote artists that had under ten thousand listeners. Uh, but y'all really dropped the ball this past week, so I'm gonna have to give it to Ag Cook, producer for Charlie XCX, and his live acoustic cover of Superstar. I got beef with Ag Ag Cook. You got beef with Ag Cook? I I really do. Let's let's bring the not not not, not. bring the let's bring the beef. Uh, uh for <laughs> just a half second, right now he's
0: not as everybody right now in the underground scene is like. A G Cook is the real origin of hyperpop. Like, and this is the guy. But he is though. And okay, see, he's one of them. He's a follower.
4: <laughs> he's a follower. He of what tribe. are you trying to? The hey, man hey, hey, founded hey, hey, PC Arabic. music. What yeah, do you want? Aaron, I don't know. Say I, Never mind. Um, he's not a normal as <laughs> he said earlier just the normal. Yeah. So, I forgot the context. So, said the but you said, I on the you said the normal. I just you said the normal. A.G.
0: Cook isn't the worst, Logan although is it kind of is. Normal. I went and listened to his experimental compilation five-disc set
3: that's supposed to be the greatest hyper-pop. Why, why would you let that be your introduction to A.G. Cook?
0: It was awful.
3: Why would you ever listen to a five-hour of anything as your introduction? You
0: know why? Because right now, everybody's just like, oh, you should listen to this. this is- why are you listening to people? Not good. Ever. It's not good.
3: For anything. About anything. Live uh, in the woods.
0: Wow. This is new advice from Logan. <laughs> I've,
3: been, I've been kind of on a.
2: <laughs> Walden. Hey, you've been getting
3: into your and-prem over there? <laughs> a little bit. A
2: little bit.
0: He's holding the mic with
1: one hand.
3: I'm scared to put you it down because I think stand. it will bump and make a horrible noise. Yeah, I don't think it will. <laughs> okay. Here we go. <laughs> can hey, it anyway, AJ Cook's not as good as uh, he's. he's um. Uh, hyped up to be well friggin listen to superstar it's auto-tune over a minimally mixed acoustic guitar what more do you want
0: i'll try the track most anything
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have very Missed different Cody. tastes you and i Cody. Too, but we also have very similar tastes sometimes i have yet to find a good companion to that fear before album i just want to find something that sounds remotely like it orbs
2: asleep next to science or okay,
3: this is actually happening
2: right i've listened now. to orbs I've probably, I probably showed you orbs in high school. It's members of Fear Before. No, I Also think, members I th- of Between the Buried and Me. No,
0: I think that's right. I, I want to say that you passed me a CD even. Yeah, it's Asleep
2: Next to Science. That's the album.
3: It's already in the queue, man. Yeah, it's that's it's, how it's fa-
2: members of Fear Before, The March of Flames, and Between the Buried and Me.
3: Oh, that's good. I just,
2: it's such I'm a good album.
3: Wait, Utah? Yeah. Wow, Utah-based bands, Utah-based comedians. It's funny because
2: there's like one member from Utah.
3: Eh, That's all I need. Somebody made it out. That's what's important.
2: Oh well
0: is what it is imagine dragons made it out
4: <laughs> they're out of, uh, the they are out of vegas and i don't Entries. want to claim them either american football made it as well we should <laughs> we should actually promote that we that have an joke. imagine yeah, wait, wait, Dream. Wait, wait,
0: wait, for all the redditors listening that was a joke <laughs> no, that w- okay that Eric, for was all so the redditors
3: long, listening show. we also have an imagine dragons remix album out now yeah that's, that's, true. True. that's, that's real. actually that's actually unironically true
1: that's totally real it's last true.
3: month we made an imagine dragons remix album it will be up on youtube soon i just
2: All
5: right, Cody. (laughs) Cody, Cody. So
3: very cursed. Um, Unlike Logan, I am
2: vowing to only talk about artists with more than 5 million monthly (laughs) listeners. So my bump of the week is a praise chorus by Jimmy Eat World. I've been listening to that album, Bleed American, a lot recently, and I forgot how fantastic it is. And it's also an album that is now at this point stuck with me for almost 20 years. And I've had the CD for about as long, too. Don't fight nostalgia goes down hard. That's that's why I'm only he promoting people easy. with more than 5 million Spotify listeners <laughs> cuz I'm probably going to have nostalgic like connections to them.
0: Uh for me this week and I there's there's weird there's weird. It's it's kind of funny, but like there's a lot of weird going around his his name right now, but my my bop was a uh, baby by Ariel Pink. And if you don't know anything about what's going on with Ariel Pink right now, Oh no! You can go and find out for yourself. You know what? It's pretty actually, charged, and it's kind of funny because know. because That's it's hilarious. Hilarious. it's one of don't those things. I don't
3: think I care actually. Oh, the...
2: I can give you the rundown real fast. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, no, no, no! It's pretty charged.
0: <laughs> it's funny. It's kind of funny, especially
2: that it's him.
3: But hold on, we'll, we'll I can hear say I can after say the
2: show four words: Washington D.C., January sixth.
3: Does D.C. count as two words though?
2: No. <laughs> an acronym District but, uh, but,
3: uh, but it's it, it, it's better. one of those things
0: that's only funny because because it's 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 like that he this particular artist decided to identify with something out of the blue and it's just kind of like what and it's it's you really
3: bring politics anyway, into music baby, i just want to grill
0: baby is a is a jam that's a really good song so i'm gonna drop that in the playlist this week woo. Uh, this has been the the hop happenings. Was that right?
3: Mm, something to that effect. The, ha- the hippity. Uh, hip-
0: yeah, The sugar the, the sugar the hill game What's hip yep. and hopping uh, And yeah. uh, we will catch you Sugar next house week. oh my gosh Hang in there we're coming out the other side of this pandemic sugar house uh, earlier I'm a fake fan Podcast no, truly sorry, born dude. in
2: the very bowels of a, a pandemic I don't want to be associated oh, yeah. with bowels According of According to the uh, Utah Department of Health They are on track to have 100% of people over 18 Vaccinated fully
5: by the end of July